kid. Merry Christmas! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! We're not there yet. Whoa, you need to slow your roll. I'm just so cheery and excited. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Welcome back in randos to the beginning of the Fandom Festivus. <laughs> and we are excited to be back. I am joined by my cohort, Brian at Random. I am Ed. And we are kicking off December, right? Yeah. We've got a lot of fun festive talk uh, topics <laughs> to talk about this month. Not the least of which, I mean, if you're listening to this episode, spoiler alert, if you are a millennial, you were born in the 90s, or I should say, I, I, it'd be probably be a bit better if you were born, I'd say mid-80s, you'll probably relate Late a bit 80s. more to us, but yeah. either way, if you were kicking around in the 90s and you were young and Christmas time came around, you're going to want to listen to this one. So if stick. you voted for Bernie Sanders, you wouldn't <laughs> like it, so get out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a lot in store this month, obviously with Christmas coming up. We've got a very special episode planned for New Year's, Yeah, a lot of fun stuff, and again, fandomatrandom.com hop on there all the ways to follow us on our socials see what we're up to we're gonna have some uh, more live game streaming coming up lot of fun things brian anything else on your mind um there's a lot on my mind all the time <laughs> it's racing like non-stop oh my god dude so i've been debating this all week on because our listeners we love you guys you're part of the family now and i was gonna tell ed this story before the episode but i kind of held it off i'm like you know what as embarrassing as it is i might as well just let our uh, our fandom family in on it okay so due to personal reasons i won't go too deep into it we need an EpiPen in the apartment now oh and okay. now i don't know if you have one or if you've ever had one or if you know what they're about but i do when you get them filled you get two real ones and a trainer Easy enough, right? Sure. They make the trainer one a different color. They basically put do not fucking use you stupid idiot right on the front of it. <laughs> anyway, the other... So, we've had it for a couple of days. The other day, I, I woke up at five in the morning. So, I was kind of out of it to begin with. We were out all day. I was brutally tired. Got home and I, I saw it lying on the table. I'm like, you know what? I haven't actually tried to train myself on this thing yet. It's probably a good idea to do it. So Taylor's got her back turned. She's in the kitchen just putting stuff away. I'm sitting there. I tear the cap off, break the sticker, and pop the blue top off. And I'm like, all right, well, might as well fucking stick it in my leg. I was, ow, that shit hurts. Why do they call it a trainer? And Taylor turns around and goes, what are you doing, you fucking moron? Oh, my God, you just put a real EpiPen in your bed. I'm like, dude, I felt like a cartoon. Legitimately, I felt like the color. Did went, you inject it too? Yeah, I injected myself <laughs> with a fucking shit. real EpiPen. Come on! And when she told me it was a real EpiPen, <laughs> it was like the color pulled out of my body onto the floor like Wiley Coyote. I swear. <laughs> it was like <laughs> the moment hung in the air. Like, and I mean, and it's pure fucking adrenaline. Not to interject, that is amazing. But, Randos, if you're listening, you don't know what an EpiPen is. <sighs> an EpiPen, short for epinephrine. I only know this because I have a peanut allergy. Um, oh, and God. again, for people with allergies and shit like that, you're supposed to inject it. Mm. And, you know, it, it gets you going it's again. over the to inject a full dose really fast and it's pure adrenaline. I was going to say, you must have been shaking. So, I mean, at this point. It's when did this happen? Three seconds probably passed. And I look green from what Taylor tells me because not only is like dead set panic rooted throughout my body 
but the adrenaline is hit because it hits right away. <laughs> and I swear to God, there's stormlight leaking out of me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going super cyan, like, this is my nightmare. It's and so she's like, we got to go to the ER. You fucking idiot. We got to go to the ER. Get in the car. Get in the car. And I'm sitting there like tapping stuff, like moving papers. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm shaking like a leaf in the wind. And finally, I call urgent care down the street. I was like, can I ask you a quick question? After about five minutes, I kind of, the cloud, like the adrenaline cloud, I call it, soothed a little bit. But my body was still shaking like a fucking freight train. And I was like, so if somebody accidentally stabbed themselves with an EpiPen, what would you have them do? And she's like, well, I'm not a nurse, sir, but if, if it was me, I would definitely go to the ER. Oh, God. I'm like, fuck. We just were at the doctor's all day. It was crazy. I was like, nope, not going to the ER. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Like, all the partying back in my day, I'm good, you know? <laughs> Needless to say... I stabbed myself with a real EpiPen. Um, I could not fall asleep all day. As I like, the crash was weird because I was tired, but I was still all jacked up on adrenaline. And whew. so, has anyone seen the movie Crank? Uh, I was gonna say I looked like Jason Statham in Crank. I was like, yeah, and the, especially when me and Taylor got into it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like injecting your one in your like, other leg. <laughs> that shit hurt. Dude. Yeah, my dude. Leg, it felt like I got kicked by a horse in my, and I hit it in like the upper thigh. <laughs> so I think I hit the bone too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I thought uh, they, I thought the people would appreciate that story. You know, we we talked about a fandom failure the other week, but that, <laughs> yeah. this may take the cake. I think this takes the cake. <laughs> by far the dumbest shit I've ever done in my life. <laughs> And uh, I grew up in the jackass days, so you know I've done dumb shit. Shit. Know? Well, let's let's kick off the news. Mm. <laughs> and Brian, I am very happy <laughs> that I do not have to feature you in was, our own news segment here. Uh, yep. With the uh, <laughs> with our fandom fatality of the week, finish him. I it was, was almost Brian at random. It was probably pretty close to me being there instead of a uh, David Prowse. Yeah, bummer, man. AKA Darth Vader himself. <laughs> Luke. So David Prowse, and you just mentioned Darth Vader himself. He has died at the age of eighty-five due to what else? COVID nineteen. Yeah. The shit continues. That's what happens when you're on the dark side, bro. Fucking karma. I know. Shit will come and get you. I know. But it sucks, man. Uh, David Prowse, a lot of people, they think Vader. They think James Earl Jones. Yeah. James Earl Jones only did the voice for Vader. He actually overdubbed it in post. Yeah. Which um, Prowse never even realized was going to happen while he was. So Prowse was the guy in the suit. He had that big, just menacing figure. He was perfect for the role. I mean, all of the... You know, the acting, the movement, everything he did was just, he was Vader. And it's, it's like the Mandalorian with, um, <clears throat> what's his name? Pedro Pascal. Yes. He's in the suit a lot, but there's another guy who also plays it. And it's the mannerisms and the head tilting and like acting with actually saying, the Mandoisms. The Mandoisms. Good one. <laughs> um, but yeah, acting through movement and this guy was like the original kingpin of that shit you know yeah there's a lot of interesting stories if you have a minute 
you know, hop on, go on the Googles, look up David Prowse. I mean, he had a he had a kind of weird history with Star Wars. He wasn't happy that his voice got overdubbed and he didn't know anything about it. Um, kind of a conflicted history with Star Wars. Eventually, he did embrace the fandom down the line, but it, it's sad to see him go, man. It's been a shitty decade yeah. for OG Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Carrie Fisher, Peter May, uh, Peter Mayhew, Kenny Baker. I mean, there are not many of the originals left, so it it's uh, it sucks, man. Protect Harrison yeah, Ford. The end Do not let era. that man in a plane again. Um, I would agree with you, but I'm pretty sure he was on my death note. So, oh no, I can't exactly say protect him. Speaking <laughs> of our death notes, we need to uh, we need to count those up pretty soon. Yes, so randos. Uh, that'll happen on New Year's. We're gonna recount our celebrity death pool. So you can go back and <laughs> listen listen to that uh, earlier this year if you want. And we'll be kicking off our new celebrity death pool of 2021. In the first episode of January. Because we like putting that bad juju out there, (laughs) people. (laughs) We love it. Yeah, you know, bad juju. And then next thing you know, you're popping an EpiPen in your own fucking thigh. (laughs) It was karma. I mean, (laughs) at this point, I think I feel okay. So I think it was worth it. But I don't know. You've been like twitching every couple of minutes. Well, see, yeah. I mean, you know, Taylor was a little worried if she'd ever have (laughs) to use it. And I'm like, well, now I can tell you how it feels. Like somebody hit you with a giant injection of speed. <laughs> um, and it doesn't feel good. Like, you're not euphoric, by the way. It's a very sick... I think it was more panic than the chemical. Um, either way, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Well, something I yeah. would recommend is the Mandalorian series. Yes. You can stream it all on Disney+. Plus. Brian, last we... Mm. Last episode, you had not seen nope. episode five of The Mandalorian titled The Jedi. Oh, my God. You have now seen it. I am glad I kind of waited. And again, Randos, real quick. Can we can we literally talk about this for... I'm going to time this, dude, like two minutes. Absolute yeah. tops. We have a lot of news to get to. Randos, if you want to skip ahead two minutes, we're going to talk spoilers. Big Three, spoilers. Three, two, one. Holy shit. Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, dude. I'm she think, looked badass. You know, I'm thinking we're. it's going to be halfway through the episode, maybe like two-thirds before we see her. Dude, it's like... <clears throat> right in the like beginning. Like the first minute. I wouldn't even put in ass. Like 45 seconds. And the setting at which they had her in, like the um, withered plant. What was the planet called? I forget what planet they were on. I thought you would know, but it's like a withered planet. It's basically New England in the transition from fall to winter. The trees are dead. The wind's blown. It's kind of chilly. It gets dark early. You know, it's got that creepy feel to it. And she's sitting there like fading in and out of the darkness with her fucking white laser swords on her. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, I know they're lightsabers, but when the Mandalorian calls them laser swords, I got a kick out of that so i mean dave filoni directed this episode helped write this episode which was very fitting he created the character of Tano. again he's the brainchild behind the very great clone wars animated show which brian and taylor just started watching by the I way i love it yeah it's and so it's really good again we've got about a minute more to talk about this but just insane episode we found out baby yoda's name is grogu <laughs> grogu um he was actually at the Jedi Temple during Order 66, The Purge. Somebody got him out. We're eventually going to find out who. That's a huge, right. huge plot point. Got to find out But who. long story short, badass ensues. Ahsoka Tano 
kicking ass all sorts of different ways, teams up with Mando. I love that line too, like Jedi and a Mandalorian. They'll never see it coming. So good. Yep. End of the episode, uh, he takes Grogu back and she's like, I can't train him. I see what happens. He's got too much fear in him. You got to bring him to this temple. He'll reach out and see if there's more you know, Jedi out there. Again, we're going to do an entire episode yeah. on this. <clears throat> we got a huge backstory on Baby Yoda. I mean, I wouldn't even say huge, but enough for it to be big. We got Ahsoka Tano um, with the... I'm arguing right here and now, best lightsaber battle out of all of Star Wars. Yeah, it was badass. Um, the one at the end where she's facing off with who? Yeah, the one v one. Yeah. Again, I can't. I can't think of her name. But again, the very end of this episode, the other big thing. Again, if you're into the Star Wars expanded universe through um, the Clone Wars and Rebels, then the name uh, Lieutenant uh, General Thrawn. Oh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Grant. I'm, I'm saying not general. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Right. Brain. So blank we find for a out he's alive. We yeah. We it looks like he's alive. Um, or at least yeah. It again, if like you haven't alive. seen if you haven't seen Rebels yet, I won't spoil it too much. But he's a badass villain. It's going to be awesome to see him get brought in. And then at this point, what other Jedi are still alive? Yeah. And in this current timeline, you've got Luke and you've got Leia. Right. And if you want to talk some of the expanded stuff, there's Cal Kestis from Jedi Fallen Order, the video game they could mm-hmm. bring in. And a couple other randos, maybe, but... I could see them bringing in Cal Kestis. Yeah, maybe. Um, Because, you know, they wanted to keep the Mandalorian somewhat separated from, like, the main Star Wars universe. So, they can get another Jedi. Um, he was really big in the game. And he's been huge on television right now. The yeah, actor Cameron Monaghan. Cameron Monaghan. I could definitely see that happening. I don't think they want to go as big as Luke or Leia. I know? think I think if they bring in Cal Kestis and they have Cameron Monaghan play him, which he did all the mocap yeah. and all the voice acting looks exactly like Cal. It would um, be perfect. It would be perfection. I hope they go that route. We will and, have to wait I and mean, see. We already have um, Bo- Bobatan. No. Oh, dude, Katie Sackhoff. Oh, Bo-Katan. Her, Bo-Katan, yeah. She voiced a character in the Clone she Wars. She voiced Bo-Katan. Oh, okay. See, I'm still new on the Clone Wars, so I don't know. I thought Rosario Dawson voiced um, Ahsoka Tano for some no, reason. No, that's uh, Ashley... Yeah, Eklis or something like yeah, that. Yeah, name escapes me at the moment. But yeah, so they're bringing TV actresses into this show already. It, there's a pattern to it so i can see them doing it there's a pattern there's a pattern and lastly (laughs) again we're moving on from mando because we can't spend all the news on it although i want to we'll do a whole season review but the last thing in closing with talking about mando go ahead and do yourself a favor and google mark hamill slash sebastian stan i couldn't believe or google mark hamill winter soldier so sebastian stan who plays the winter soldier from uh marvel universe dude He's a dead ringer. <clears throat> yeah, he's an he absolute dead ringer for a younger Luke. Disney, he's already under the Disney umbrella. Disney, fucking reach out to him. Get him on board as a younger Luke. When you showed me that fan art, I couldn't tell who was who. Honestly, I was like, holy shit, look. Look at Luke. He looks so much like that other guy. And Taylor's like, huh. I'm like, wait a second. That is Sebastian. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. yeah, he looks just like him. And Mark Hamill retweeted it. And... 
we saw this is how Rosario Dawson actually got the role as Ahsoka Tano because somebody drew up a fan art like a year or two ago of Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka if they went live action with it yeah and they retweeted it at Dave Filoni right and Dave was like huh yeah you know what maybe we were just talking about it you know John Favreau he knows to listen sometimes to what the fans want and if they fight for it hard enough we can see it come into the show yeah, so uh, welcome back into the Mandalorian podcast. I am at it right, <laughs> right. now. All right, it was just on. such a great fucking episode. Great! <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk some uh, video game movie related news. Yes, yes. Snake! 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 So this just broke today. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, the movie, is being made and they found their, uh, they found their solid snake. Oscar hmm. Isaac. So I wanted to, I bumped this up because it's quasi-Star Wars related news. But, yeah. you know, Oscar Isaac played Poe Dameron. Um, great, oh, great actor. Okay. Great, great actor. And he is, yeah. He's in the upcoming Dune movie. He's going to play Snake. He's playing Snake. So, huh. you know, I I think he's a little young. Yeah. In my opinion. But it, we don't know which version of Snake we're getting. Right. You know, it, and... I'm sorry, like, Hideo Kojima, I mean, this guy takes acid and writes, like, <laughs> plot lines and storylines, right. like, flying whales and shit. Like, I don't know what's going on in half of his plot lines with these games. So, I mean... Anything could happen. Anything you know? could happen, but I'm hoping they channel, like, early Metal Gear with this. I think that's the only way they're going to make it work with this guy, because he's in a military movie called Triple Frontier with, like... I want to say it was Ben Affleck. It was actually had a solid cast. But... Well, that's the Affleck, yo. Um, anyway, he seemed good, but I didn't... It's I, I'll have to see it to believe it. Let's just say that. Well, he's Brian, a great actress. If, he, um, if <laughs> He's a great actor. If he's got the potential, he could pull it off, definitely. Well, it is that time of month, Brian, where seeing is believing, so it could happen. It's that time of the month. Don't say that again. <laughs> <laughs> More Disney-related news. Bunch of Disney-related news this week. Yep. So, Disney has officially regained the rights to Daredevil uh, now that Netflix, their contract has expired. So, what are they going to do with the property? Obviously, the Netflix Daredevil was hugely popular. And are they going to bring back... The big question, are they going to bring back Charlie Cox? If they know what's good for them, just continue the show from where Disney it left Plus. off yeah just so keep it going it it was great i i thought it was good too because marvel i don't want to say squeaky clean but they they've drawn a very they've drawn a line yeah as to where they'll go with how dark something will get we've seen dc though they've had a lot more success with kind of crossing that line i call it, things like joker and yeah i call marvel the pg-13er because it's like a in between pg-13 and r in yeah. some movies, sometimes, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like a light PG-13. Or besides Deadpool, that's as far as they're willing to go. Well, I'm glad you brought Deadpool up because, I mean, they're talking about how they can use the Deadpool property. And to me, this would be an ideal time to, you know, dip your toe in the water and say, all right, we know we have this kind of friend, family-friendly thing going with our multiverse that we've created <clears throat> in the MCU. But... They need to go a different direction. Get yeah. some hard R-rated movies out there. They've got some of the properties for it. I mean, yeah, dude. And it worked really well for the New Mutants. So, oh. why not keep trying to push that now? That wasn't an R, was it? 
I you think it was supposed to be an R. There's no way it was an R. Knocked it down to a PG-13. I was gonna say it didn't show, but I believe there wasn't really much any nudity. No. There wasn't swearing. They I be- had to have downgraded that. Yeah, I believe it should have been an it R. It was planned to be a, their second rated R movie. Yeah, yeah. So, but we'll you know, to- it worked out so well. But. So. Bring back Charlie Cox. Yes. If they go straight with that, I'll go. I'll be okay. Yep. And speaking of superhero television universes, let's hop over to DC Comics for a minute. Let's world hop over to yeah. DC Comics. Seriously. <laughs> uh, David Ramsey, uh, or as he's known, John Diggle yeah. from Arrow, uh, they, they gave him, they signed him on like a pretty lucrative deal. Um, he's going to be directing, acting, doing some of the writing. So hmm. he's coming in like to their DC universe they have. So he's going to be helming some of the shit on Superman and Lois, some of the stuff on Supergirl. Um, they've they're in talks with him to even <clears throat> come on shows like the two I just mentioned, The Flash, Batwoman, and at the end of Arrow, we saw him find that kind of emerald ring and strongly hint towards the fact that maybe they are going to bring the Green Lantern right. into that universe. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I have not been following the CW verse no. for some time now. To me, it got way too convoluted, dramatic, and corny. I'll say Crisis on Infinite Earths, they balance that corny, dramatic, melodramatic feel with an awesome storyline. But anything outside of that crossover has really turned to dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian, I'll let you take this next piece of news because you Dude, broke this one to me. Yeah, man. I... um. I was talking about it. What was it? Last week? Yeah. Last week, I'm saying, watch out for HBO Max. They're coming up the rear. And little do you know, they announced that all of the Warner Bros. movies coming out in 2021 will be premiering on HBO Max and theaters simultaneously. But the internet is blowing up. Like everyone's saying, this is eventually the end of movie theaters. Yeah, it's, you know, you know. We look at things going on during this pandemic and things that we thought were temporary or things that we had to do or change out of necessity are going to become the norm. We see this happen all the time. This is just human nature. You know, through adversity, we advance things. And I'm sorry, movie theaters are the next thing to go. We've heard it for so many years now. When you finish a product, why can't I just watch it or buy it digitally right away and I think we're going to see a, you know, maybe a decade or, or even maybe two, this kind of a hybrid where you're going to get things where, you know, movies will still launch in the theater and at the same time they'll launch at home. You know, you can pay a premium and I'm Which, sorry in, in this day and age where the majority of people now have big 4k nice TVs. Yeah. I don't want to go pay, you know, $10 for a burnt bucket of popcorn eight dollars for a bottle of water when i can sit dude but there is something to going to the movies maybe it was me because i know i always used to go with my brother we would hit the convenience store we'd hit mobile on the way in we'd get all our two dollar bags of candy oh absolutely um you bring a water bottle water bottle full of vodka i mean orange (laughs) juice or both (laughs) couple epi pens and and an epi pen in case you're falling asleep you know but yeah, you can't. There's something about being in a theater on premiere day for a big movie with a crowd of people and getting that vibe, you know? Sure. But at the same time, when these 
are coming out on HBO Max and on demand, they're charging 20, 30 fucking dollars, which I guess if you have a family makes sense, but why would I pay that when I could pay $10 plus another six at the convenience store to go and see it in a theater? Yeah, with, with this, another thing this says to me is that if they're committing to doing this, I really think these studios are, are going, to, going to actively start trying to hunt down and cut down on piracy. Yes. And, you know, I've we've said it multiple times in this podcast. If you're not already using a VPN, you should be. Hide your IP address. You don't want people seeing what the hell you're doing out there on and the crazy web. But. Do your research on VPNs. I've done a lot of research this past week or two. About half of the ones available out there are not very good if you want to torrent which we would never do but if you decide to never then never do that yeah do your research pia nordvpn there's a few that are definitely there for i use pia you know? private internet access that's I what i speak use. very highly of nord's yeah. pretty good too it failed me the first time i mean one of my friends the first time oh yeah the friend yeah. a couple weeks ago and now um his friend my friend's girlfriend <laughs> is just not on board with torrenting anymore. Was this your dumbass friend that injected the real EpiPen? Yeah, he was with me when it happened. <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> so, yeah, do your research because you can get screwed if you don't. Yeah, so that's uh, crazy news. So, we'll have to see, again, things like Matrix 4, Suicide Squad may all be coming to your, your own TV screen. Dune, even though that looks like shit anyway. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. No, I'm getting nervous about that. Yes. Dune might be a dookie. We'll have to see. <laughs> Speaking of dookies, <laughs> and I was going to say I, that would have been a perfect Green Day reference, but it's not Green right. Day. No. Uh, we're going to talk music for a minute. Music at random. Uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. I haven't said that name in a hot minute. <laughs> so they used to be one of my favorite <laughs> bands. You know, if you're talking early, <laughs> mid 90s, I mean, they had some good shit. Yeah, they did. And. You know, their new stuff, they've taken out the good, and it's just shit. Doesn't it happen to the best of them? And I was <laughs> I was cautiously optimistic. Billy Corgan was talking this album up quite a bit. New album is called Sear. It just dropped. You can listen to it on any streaming platform. But he was saying that this was going to be the quote-unquote second coming of the Smashing Pumpkins, that they were kind of going back to the og mentality this or that he's got a bunch of good stuff in the pipeline yada yada and he talked it up saying that it was kind of the spiritual successor to melancholy and the infinite sadness because seer is also a double album well, and my are definitely infinitely sad about this album yeah it sucked man and i've said it so many goddamn times like billy corgan man as a fellow musician melancholy and the infinite sadness is so goddamn good from back to front both albums and he blew his whole musical load on that album. Looked that double album back, and he blew his load. He did. He did. It was so yeah, genius. No, you're right. It there came. was so much good shit, and after that, he was done. He was burnt out. Really, it and was. He, he never recuperated. So, some of the best people in the music industry have it for an album or two, and then that's all they got, and it just washes out. It's a, it's a tough industry, man, but it happens, you know. Well, let's move on to some news that's very. Some happier news. Huh, very, very happy. <laughs> so the House of Representatives, this just broke, actually. We're recording this on a Friday. Uh, this just broke a couple hours ago. They they literally just voted, and it passed to completely decriminalize marijuana. Across so, the country. Across the country. All they, across the land. So they literally just 
at least in the House, it it was just voted to become federally legal. Yeah. In the entire United States, which is huge. First time that's ever happened. Again, the issue right now is it needs to work its way up to the Senate, which, which I mean, they're keeping an eye on it right now because there's some seats in Georgia they're saying might flip. Maybe. In the way of it pretty much, I can tell you this, if those seats flip and the Senate does go majority of Democrat and you right. have a Democratic president, there is no question in my mind that marijuana will be legalized probably next year federally. They're gonna, yeah, they're going to get the weed votes if and they flip. Even if... Even if the Senate is Republican majority and it does get voted down, the precedent, the precedence has now been set. Right. That it got voted on. It got voted as a go, at least in the House. This is going to come up again and again and again and again now. So marijuana will be federally legal. I would stake this podcast on it. I'm going to say within the next couple of years. I'd call it 2022. Yeah. I'm going to um, say in the next couple of years. Maybe 23 tops. But... When Sleepy Biden comes in, dude, <laughs> you know he's token at night. He would absolutely pass this shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. What else we got going on? Uh. So, I do want to mention this. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's kind of, kind of, uh, create, create, wait, wait. No. Hang on. Let's move. My computer just shut off. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, so, Elliot Page has actually come out as trans in a recent tweet. So uh, the lead star, known uh, mainly for the main character in Juno as the title character, obviously Inception, X-Men as Kitty Pride, and as Vanya Hargreaves in the Umbrella Academy, which we've reviewed multiple times. We love the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's come out as trans. Um, he wants to be an advocate for others in the LGBTQ community. Uh, and Elliot did continue uh, confirm that he will continue to play the role of Vanya Hargreaves on Netflix's hit Umbrella Academy as a cisgender woman. So, you know what? More power to you. Um, there's a lot of crazy shit going on out there. Right. Um, and we've seen it, too, with all the reports with especially like trans people that, you know, uh, it's insane with all the shit that gets thrown their way the suicide rates, this or that, and when they can finally come out and be accepted and love who they are, I mean, which, I mean, in this world, that's all anyone, everybody should have that right. Yeah, I mean, 100%. this wasn't a surprise, honestly. I'm uh, The only surprise was they were calling him Elliot Page. I was like, oh, so he changed his name too. But for a while, she has been dressing more, um, you know, masculine and so when it was announced i'm like okay finally you know <laughs> it <Yeah>. happened <laughs> yeah and we did want on obviously this is a fandom podcast we do want to bring it up because i mean elliot page's works amongst we just mentioned you know x-men is kitty pride the umbrella academy ellie and the huge, last of us absolutely <laughs> just pretty much yeah, yeah right? definitely modeled yeah and you know it definitely needs to be brought up so pretty cool next thing this this is actually very cool. I was pumped about this. So the game Control. Yeah, I still haven't played this. Is actually coming to Xbox Game Pass next month. So I'm going to check it out. The problem is it's not being, I guess it's not getting a full optimization for the Series X. And I guess it didn't run that great on previous gen. I guess it was very demanding. Frame rates tended to dip. Huh. A little bit buggy. Hopefully they can fix that. Didn't seem like there was a lot to it from what I've seen. Yeah, a lot of, um, 
I think a lot of physics type effects with using like almost like telekinesis and things things yeah. that can be demanding. Okay. But okay. I'm gonna keep my eye on it. Hopefully they do give it that next gen upgrade sweetness on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that I'll probably have to pay for something, but yeah, we'll <laughs> see. But uh, a couple more video game related things to talk about. Brian, video game awards next yes. Thursday. Well, last year we got the r- unveiling of the Xbox refrigerator. <laughs> so we're excited to be um, coming up on this. And hopefully they'll announce something big this time too. Yeah, I, I think they will. I think they will. Now that the consoles have dropped and they're going to want to create some groundswell. And obviously conventions really didn't happen at all. Uh, this past year right so i think uh they're gonna want to kind of lead with their best foot forward especially with it you know it, it again december 10th it's coming out next week and obviously christmas is coming up so parents are going to be making those decisions and a big announcement could definitely sway some people one way or another yeah and we'll uh we'll do our best we may try to actually hop on whether it be twitter facebook instagram something we'll be We'll be live, uh, doing some live updates and reactions if any big announcements happen. Maybe if you guys are good, we'll even do a video. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a live video, like Facebook Live or YouTube Live. See these pretty mugs all over your screens. Again, fandomatrandom.com. That's where you can find us. That's where you can find And comment if you want us to make a video. Because the more you want it, the more we want to give it, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Well, it's one thing I want, and we're going to get it, hopefully, next week. Cyberpunk. (laughs) Finally. So, one of my friends, friends who has a sister that works at uh, CD Projekt Red said that he was told that there's no more delays, but a guy above him said there was delays. Oh, so great. we're going to get delayed on December 9th. Is oh, no, I'm just kidding. Perfect, perfect. But honestly, it's a week out. Can they delay it at this point? No. No, they no, can't. No, they won't be delaying it at this point. Yeah. But I think one thing that's tough for me, again, being a, new gen, a next-gen console owner with the Xbox Series X, this game is not going to be optimized yeah. for the next gen as of yet. And this game, I've already waited the better part of almost another year for right. this game to come out. I can wait until next year to play it. I want when I when I play this game, by all accounts, it looks to be like one of those rare games that comes along every couple years that is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. So I'm personally gonna hold off till the next gen upgrade hits. What about you? Yeah. Wait, I thought they were coming out with the next gen right off the bat, December 10th. No. Oh, so I thought the whole reason it was getting delayed was because they were trying to work it into every platform available. So, okay. So in that case, that's not, that's not inaccurate. They were trying to make sure they were bug testing it across every single platform available. Okay. But they were not optimizing it for every platform available. So it's not, it has not been fully optimized for next gen systems. Right. They said, they already said that is coming for next year. Okay. They haven't so, put, a, they haven't pinpointed a date yet, but my thoughts, I'm still into Valhalla. Uh, I'm barely even halfway through. So I have something to keep me busy anyway. I didn't plan on picking up cyberpunk launch day. Like you said, we've been waiting. There's been delays. So the hype has died down a little bit for me. I think I'd be okay with waiting for a next-gen upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, but 
it's tough. I want to play it. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. really want to play it. But. And I'd like to. That's one of the games that I'd like to start streaming from the beginning and stream just all the time. Yeah, and and again, we'll be able to. It's going to be one of those games that it'll be huge when it comes out, and then when the next gen upgrade hits, right, it's going to pick right back up and be super popular again. So Definitely. no worries there. We'll we'll stream it absolutely hundred percent when that comes out. Yeah, next gen. But Brian. I need this pandemic to end, man, mm-hmm. so we can go to Don't literally know. Super Nintendo World. I saw this. It's it opening looks- in Universal Studios Japan. I want to go to Japan anyway. Yeah, but it's in uh, it's in Osaka, and dude, it looks awesome. It's awesome. It's literally it like universal level straight out of fucking Super Mario. Yeah, you literally get dropped into Super Mario World. Hugely impressive. They have a ride that you go on that it's pretty much like a high speed almost coaster looking thing but you're in like a mario kart and it's like interactive as you're going like you can hit buttons and do different things and right use power up so it looks badass it man. really does they did a good fucking job at setting up all the um attractions to look exactly like it came out of the system <laughs> you know so Oh, Brian, your specialty. I'll let you take this one. Yay, sports. So the Denver Broncos, they're leading ahead by nine and a half points. If you're going to cover that basis, then you're going to hope for a couple of baskets because if not, you're going to lose a lot of money gambling, gentlemen. Thank you. Perfect analysis as always. Thank you. No, I don't know. I do my best. We've got some sports at random news uh, and then one piece after that before we get into the fandom focus this week. But, dude, uh, this has just been insane. The NFL has just been ravaged by COVID. Right. Um, if you're an NFL fan and you've been watching, you know, I mean, the Baltimore Ravens, pretty much half their team ended up getting COVID, including Lamar Jackson. So they they still ended up playing. They kept delaying the game, delaying the game. And we got Wednesday afternoon football. <laughs> the, you know, my, the, the good old nostalgic pastime. That's like, ew, you know, nobody wants to watch football on a Wednesday night. Nobody. I mean, yeah. I guess and, people who went into sports, yeah, but... Yeah, and then uh, the Denver Broncos, they literally played last Sunday. Dude, they didn't even have a quarterback. Oh they had no God. quarterback, and they still had to play. So all of their 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 quarterback and their backup quarterbacks all went into COVID protocol. They had to call up a practice squad <laughs> wide receiver <laughs> who had played quarterback Why like... Why even play A couple snaps point, back in college. So, and, oh, they got smoked. This is fucking Rudy, like... Oh shit, mom! I'm, they just called me up to to the NFL. What am I doing? I don't want to be here. Can yeah. you call, can you call my coach and tell him I'm sick? So it's been it's just been insane, and I wanted to bring it up. But again, it, I, it I'm is, not even a huge sports fan, and I know how NFL has been getting ripped. Sports period have been getting ripped apart by COVID. <laughs> Well, last bit of news here, and it's Pokemon related. Pokemon. Great fandom there. So, Yuri Geller, uh, famed magician, illusionist, yada, yada, has been for a long time. So, he finally decided to uh, do a complete 180 on his decision to uh, prevent Nintendo from using the Pokemon Kadabra on any of its uh, trading card properties, this or that. So he's had like a 20-year legal battle going. Yeah. And the problem is, so again, in America, the Pokemon is called Kadabra. Well, originally in Japan, when it was created, they called it uh, Younger 
are young geller again yuri geller is the guy's name mm. and it holds a spoon and it's a psychic pokemon and it can bend the spoon which that is the literal trademark trick that yuri geller again being the illusionist magician that he is made famous with the holding the spoon and bending it oh so i thought he, neo made that famous <laughs> well the spoon, there, there is no there is no spoon <laughs> there is no spoon so it's pretty cool because i'd have to go back and vet this a bit but i think for quite a while they haven't been able to make the cadabra card and now he greenly he, he said whatever you know what it's fine yeah you can you can make it again i'm happy with it i love it 20 years later he's like uh truly sorry guys but yeah go ahead use it no big deal but just spent 20 of my life 20 <laughs> years of my life fighting this fucking battle but you guys it's all good <laughs> yeah, i'm happy man it's my favorite you know it's my second favorite pokemon ever it, I, sh I should say the evolutionary series of Avra, Kadabra, and then Alakazam. My number one will always be Gengar. Gengar is the fucking man. Gengar. Gengar. Glass yeah. cannon for the win. I love Abra Kadabra and all that good stuff. The magic. <laughs> <laughs> Abra Kadabra, man. <laughs> no, the psychic Pokemon were always some of my favorites. Psychic so. and Ghost. I yeah. mean, if you're going to go back to the original 151, Psychic and Ghost, that's where it's at. I mean, you know me, dude. I was a hard fiend from the start so those were right up my horror alley <laughs> <laughs> well let's get into our very festive fandom focus of the week brian does that sound good to you it sounds jolly ed <laughs> and on this week's fandom festivus fandom focus We'll be talking about our Christmas gifts from the 90s that we loved as kids. Yeah. Toys. Yeah. And again, if you're listening and you were a young whippersnapper back in the 90s, you're going to be able to relate to a lot of this shit. So millennials, assemble. <laughs> we're finally good for something, right? We, we are. We, we didn't fuck this up. We didn't just sit back and yeah, do nothing. Although the boomers would probably toys. say we did. <laughs> So, you know, originally this list started out as a top 10. Brian and I kind of went back and we took notes and we were like, all right, how can we narrow this down to, and it was tough because as, I don't want to say all, but most things in this podcast, you know, this is Brian and I discussing our own personal tastes in these fandoms we talk about. Right. So this is mainly going to be to, you know, two young boys I should say two strapping young handsome lads. Yes. Back in the early 90s. Some more strapping than others. Yep. And so, you know, we, we tried to take some outside commentary here. Like, I talked to my wife a little bit. Mm -hmm. Brian talked to Taylor and tried to kind of get the female perspective back in the 90s of what toys and other things that they got excited about. And I think we came up with a pretty good list. But at the end of the day, there was so. no way we could condense it to top 10. No. So I think we're just going to ad lib. We're going to bounce back and forth. We've got a bunch to talk about. So again, we're talking, take, take yourself back, go back to the 90s. It's Christmas morning. You just woke up. You didn't wet the bed. So that's great. <laughs> you know? You hopped out, you know, you're in your uh, Ninja Turtle pajamas. Santa smoked a doobie and ate the <laughs> cookies and drank the milk. Yep, yep. Chased it down with a Heineken. <laughs> yep, and shot himself up with an EpiPen. <laughs> you run down the stairs. You see there's all the presents under the tree. Mm, you start nice. unwrapping going, yeah! yeah! 
And what do you open, Brian? What are we kicking this off with? I got the official Red Rider Carbine Action 200 mm-hmm. shot range model air rifle with the compass <laughs> in the stock. <laughs> You're going to shoot your goddamn eye out. I had to say it. Which uh, is a sneak peek okay. of an episode coming up later this month. Right, right, right. So um, what are you kicking it off with? What, what, what was a cool I gift from the 90s that we, that we got? All right, I'm going to start. So I don't want to give my favorite away right away. Um, Gigapet. Yes, I, I know it's Tamagotchi for most people, but for some reason in my town, dude, Gigapets were it. it no, it was both, bro. They were prettier. They had a little more options to do with your animals. I'm pretty sure you can make it jump off a building or some shit. But yeah, Gigapets were the first form of responsibility us young bucks had back in those days. And I can vehemently remember <laughs> back in, I want to say it was junior high. Yeah, early. No, I mean, yeah, I think it was junior high. Damn, so, dude, I forget you're older than me sometimes. Yeah, well, when was that for you? In like fifth grade, fourth grade, maybe. Yeah, so mine was like junior high, and I can remember the the girls walking around, and they would have like the, the keychain, <laughs> yeah, and they would have like twenty of like the Gigapet and the Tamagotchis. And they would literally be like freaking out, being like, "Oh my god, I gotta clean up this one's poop. Oh my god, this one needs to, That's this one right. needs to be fed. Oh my god, this one needs to." And they're I, like sitting there, like multitasking, like, yeah. "Oh my god, <laughs> Emily, feed this one for me while I take care of Kitty." You know. But I, re- I, I had one. I forgot. I, I had, actually I had, a, had more than one because I was poor. I'd wait like seven Christmases to get one of these things. But <laughs> I had a little T Rex. Um, it was like a little red, uh, little I, red one. I think it. I think it was a Gigapet, not a Tamagotchi. I think I got the Gigapet first. I eventually got a Tamagotchi. And fun fact, you can buy them now uh, at GameStop. They yeah, they brought them. them back. Yeah, they did bring them back. I think Target has them too. Yeah. So T Rex. I think you're. No, I got the dog. I think it was a blue Gigapet dog. But, dude, something about the rush of taking care of, like, a living, non-living animal on a computer screen just felt so adult. I remember I'd tell my mom, like, Mom, cleaned up my dog's poop. (laughs) Oh, and guess what? Fed him after that. (laughs) Basically, you can leave me without a babysitter. Oh, well, she's like, well, why don't you do it to the real goddamn (laughs) dog, Brian? (laughs) Then why'd the dog die in a fucking week? Because he didn't have cool blue covering, ma. Uh, All right. I like it. It was so fucking fun. Gigapet and Tamagotchis. All right. I'm going to kick it off with uh, Go Go Power Rangers. Oh, I was all over this shit. Yeah, I was a big Power Rangers kid growing up and had, I fucking watched that show all the time. Oh, yeah. Begged my parents for it. And, you know, I got some of, like, the little, the actual, like, ranger figures, which were cool. But let's be honest, we all wanted the uh, the Zords. Mm-hmm. You know, the actual, like, robot, dino robot Zords. And I, I know they weren't cheap. Like, back in the day, like, you had to buy them. And then we know once you had them all, what you could do. So, finally, I ended up getting them all one Christmas. It was fucking awesome. Oh, damn. And, dude... Megazord. It's Ma- Megazord time. <laughs> yep. Every episode would end with that Megazord coming out. And, you know, you could form them all together. They would click in. And it's one of those nostalgic memories that I'll always have. Literally the slowest warrior on Earth. Oh, but yeah. he could beat anything. So, for me, I'm guessing this is because I was a couple years behind you. The White Ranger's saber tooth tiger was what we got. And that thing was fucking badass. And I remember it was 30 bucks and it was probably 
the size of like a model car. Yeah, I can remember it. And that lasted maybe a week before it broke. Yeah, see, I remember. We were just transforming it all the time, you know? Yeah, I remember. Dude, again, call my age here. Dude, I remember back when he was the Green Ranger. Oh, I back, remember that too. Back in my day. I absolutely. He remember was still that. green. Dude, Tommy was the best Power Ranger there was, you know? But. I, something about the white and gold set it up. Oh, it was awesome. Like, he elevated to a whole new awesome. Yeah, he was definitely the best ranger. And then, dude, do you remember the guns you had that shot the spinning tops? Did you ever get those? Uh, no. You would pull the trigger and launch one of those little top thingies, and they'd spin for a fucking hour. Huh. Yeah, those were badass, too. And what you would do, the whole point was you'd get one of your friends, you'd spin them, and they'd bounce off each other, and it was like a battle between Power Rangers. That was that shit was cool. Nice. And then I remember um, my grandmother on my dad's side one year bought us Beetleborgs toys because <laughs> she thought they were Power Rangers. Oh, the ripoffs. I <laughs> yeah, do remember the those. Beetleborgs, dude. Oh. Yeah, they came in the box and it was all like the, the Chinese or Japanese it was writing. A, it was a TV show. No, yes. Beetleborgs. Oh, yeah. No, I remember it. Okay, but like, yeah, but the, box, right. the box was just... That's right. There Japanese was like no English to be found on that box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many Power Ranger memories. Rip off Power Ranger memories. That's, that's like the say. that's like the meme of like, Mom, I want Power Rangers yeah. for Christmas. We've got Power Rangers at home. <laughs> it's Beetleborgs. It's Beetleborgs. Nope. Fuck you, Ma. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, what else you got? All right. Uh, every anybody who was born in our day had to remember this creepy crawlers. Creepy crawlers. <laughs> the, oh, you mean uh, easy bake oven for boys? I was gonna say yeah, easy bake oven for boys where you cooked insects instead of cakes and um beignets and french toast or whatever the fuck it was you cooked in the easy bake oven insects were cooler you they know? were they tasted like shit but yeah they, they did not taste good <laughs> i don't think you're supposed to eat good. those brian i yeah that does explain know. a lot yeah. though mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good pick um dude the commercials alone were on every single break in a cartoon show I'm going to, I got to bring it up. I wasn't as big into this as my sister was, but dude, Beanie Babies. Yeah. Freaking Beanie Babies. And I, I did have I had, a couple. I had a phase. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I had a, I remember the shark. Um, uh, Princess Die. Yes. The $400 Beanie Baby. You had the Irish cream Starbucks version or whatever. The green one with the clover on it. Nicole's got a bunch of those, like the OG ones yeah. that are worth money that have all like the misprints on them. Taylor still has one of the, ex I'm like, they're like baseball cards. Yeah. They don't mean shit anymore. Yeah. You'd be better off recycling the material inside them, you know? I think the pellets will kill you. <laughs> don't don't, <laughs> yeah, don't open those right? up. Um, fun fact, though, I was actually, so doing some research on old toys, Beanie Babies, when they first came out, were not hot. They were a terrible toy line. And then there was a like a group of rich neighbors, probably soccer moms, who had nothing better to do that started trading them. And it became a huge trend. And that's how Beanie Babies blew up. It was in like Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be kind of into it. My kinda ass. Into it. Yeah. No, I just learned about this like the other day. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had a phase. I told you like maybe a week or two. But yeah, I had a phase. Let's talk about another toy here. Light bright, light, light bright. bright. 
the magic light. I can't remember so the whole So some round. of these I look back on and I'm like, I could still crush that thing today as a toy. I would have major fun playing with it. Oh, Lightbright was this great. This one kind of aged not so good because you have smartphones where you can draw Picasso paintings. <laughs> three. So Lightbright isn't as appealing, but still just as classic. All right, we won't spend too much time on Lightbright <laughs> then. One thing I do want to spend time on, though, was uh, Muddy Max. Do you ever have Muddy Max? No, I don't. I, I, it sounds familiar, but you're going to have to All explain right. it to me. Do you know Polly Pocket? Yes. So again, bringing up some of the the toys that some of our female listeners might remember uh-huh. but you know Polly Pocket was you'd have all the little different things that would like close like a clamshell right open it up and it would be like a whole like little like world and you'd have you know little Polly Pocket do this or that Muddy Max was the same thing except it was like a dungeon <laughs> and You'd bring in little Mighty Max. You'd have the little figure that'd be like all like the little crazy monsters oh, in there. Oh, and you would I, go in and like dude, you, could, you could jump them around and and it, it was like a skull head or something yes. that opened up. Right, yeah, that was the I most popular it. one. Yeah, I had one. I yes. actually had one. I don't know how the fuck I forgot about that. Yeah, Mighty Max. Was that legit, is dude. crazy. Yeah, there was always a boy and girl version. Back then, you always had the two versions of toys, or at least like 90% of the time. Now they'd have to make 76 different versions for all the genders, but um, <laughs> I don't think it would work out as well. All right, so Mighty Max. Yep, there it is. That's the one I had right fucking there. It's so badass. But I lost Mighty Max in like two Everyone, days, Everyone you know? did because yeah. they were so small. It's tiny. That was the issue with it, but I loved Mighty Max. That's awesome. All what right. else you got? Hey, throw me a pass. For somebody who's not in this yay sports. <laughs> I can't whistle. <laughs> the Vortex Nerf Ball. Yes. Dude. With the fins on the back, this thing was the cool. Even if you weren't into sports, you just wanted to grab a hold of this Nerf Ball and huck it across the baseball oh, yeah. field on recess, you know? I don't think the original had the whistle, though, did it? I, c- I can't remember too well. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. The whistle's what made it. It is. You could just bomb the thing and that whistle in the air. Awesome. I remember you'd throw it straight up in the oh, air yeah. and try and like, everyone would dodge it. But goddamn, if that wasn't the best football ever created. <laughs> <laughs> so another toy you may not remember. I won't spend too long on these ones, but Z-Bots. Yeah. So, yeah, Z-Bots I mean, were one of up. my... Again, if you, if you Google them, you may remember. Other people listening may remember them, but... Z-Bots were one of my f- absolute favorite toys, and it was these little, tiny, collectible <laughs> robots. They made literally just dozens upon dozens of them, Yeah, and I, I was obsessed with them. I would play with them all the time. I owned a few. Honestly, I don't think I was that into them, but now I'm looking at them. I definitely owned a couple. Yeah, yeah. They were uh, they were one of my favorites to open up on Christmas Day. Good stopping, stocking stuffers, too, because they were small. Oh, yeah. Could stop in there, open them up, and be like, sweet. So cool. Got the Z-Bots. <laughs> got the Z-Bot. Oh, this next one, though, that you got. I remember this. Who doesn't remember Stretch Armstrong? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I cut him open once. I don't know if it was just me or anybody else, but the whole time I had this guy, all I wanted to know what, what was what was inside him. It was like liquid corn. Yeah, milk. it was clear, I remember, which blew me away when I was a kid. I was like, oh, my God. But, uh... You could do so many cool things. And I mean, back then when you were a kid and you were like, look at him, Eminem touches pee-pee, you know? <laughs> uh, it's a classic. Yeah, I, I loved my Stretch Armstrong. I mean, 
I still remember me and my sister, her grabbing one arm, me grabbing the other, and just seeing how far mm-hmm. we could stretch that thing out. And, and then you let go and have it, it slam your brother right in the face. Oh, yeah. That was that was the best. Pink. Oh. And then they made the... What was the red guy, his enemy? Uh, no one remembers the enemy of Turbo Man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, but it, it was cool because I think it began with a V. But in any, you could stretch, you could stretch him, and then remember he had like the button where he would harden, and he would oh, stay stretched yeah. out, and then you could like hit the button again, and then all of a sudden he would go back to normal. It was like a toy boner. <laughs> <laughs> if your toy stays stretched out for more than four hours, there was a lot of subtext in '90s toys. If you really look into, oh, it, of course there was, absolutely there was. Let's talk about uh, Legos for a minute. Lego, and Lego. We, could, we could do an entire podcast on Legos, but Legos were always a toy Definitely. that I was excited to get, not the least of which were any of the Star Wars Legos. I mean, yeah. See, so I didn't really get into my nerdum until my late teen years. Yeah, you were um, a late bloomer. Yeah, I was. And not only that, but I was never a Lego guy to begin with. So I'm going to turn this into a cross one here. Legos and connects. Connects were cool, Dude, too. Connects were really cool, but you couldn't make shit like Star Wars. So I feel like maybe it was just the poor version of Legos because them shits have been expensive since they existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've especially the past, Jesus, decade or so, they've skyrocketed. Right. Hundreds upon hundreds of dollars for some of those bigger sets. But I remember the big, the popular kids in school always got the new Lego set, you know? Oh, yeah. Always. Well, Brian, why don't you take a bite out of this next one? Dude, these, some people might not remember them, but Street Sharks were where it was fucking at for action figures for me. The one I remember the most, it was like the Hulk glove kind of where it goes over your hand, except you could put your thumb and your pinky finger in his arms and make them box. And it was the, one of my favorite toys forever. And then the... Street action sharks. figures were a badass. You could get the Harley Davidson that came with one of them. Yeah, they were it roided out so- sharks yeah. with legs that walked on land <laughs> yeah, and drove right. motorcycles. Basically, yeah, if Jaws entered an anime and came to America, this is what you'd come up with. But, Street uh, sharks. The, Taking besides, a bite out of crime. Besides one that we'll list later, these were my second favorite action figures. Uh, I got a pretty good idea what your number one's going to be then. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, well, I'm going to take a guess and talk about it right now. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, sir. Uh, these were the best action figures as far as I'm concerned. So the the OG original action figures, they actually dropped in like, I think it was 88 or 89. But for I think for 89, our, you're right. For yeah. our purposes, you know, we're going we're gonna to still mention them in the 90s because I didn't start getting them or start really getting into the show until probably early 90s. Right. And when they first launched, you got maybe the main four. You don't have the whole set, you know? Yeah. And then I remember vividly later on, then you, you know, Casey Jones, Baxter mm-hmm. Stockman, uh, getting the actual, like, you know, the Technodrome. Oh, yeah. And like Bebop and Rocksteady, Shredder, and the list goes on. Krang. Remember getting uh, the Krang thing with like the. He's got, like, the android, and you could actually take Krang out of the center oh, of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dude, they... That was the other thing. Getting the worlds for the action figures, you know, so the, the backdrops that you could play them on. Yeah. So, one I remember having, which was a classic, was it folded up. It was Gotham City for your Batman figures. And you unfolded it, and it just looked like a whole backdrop of Gotham. You could... 
It had a string to lift him up from the ground so he could climb buildings. Nice. This shit they made back then. It was so cool because we didn't have phones to play with. These were the things we did to pass time. There it's is just nostalgia, you know? There is really something to that. Like, kids almost don't know how to play anymore. No. Especially, yeah. if, especially if they're... I don't want to go on a fucking tangent here. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, you know, back in the day, like getting a lot of this shit, and I'm sure you can agree. Like, I would sit for hours, yeah, dude, absolutely. hours upon hours, and just like build these worlds in my mind and play with this shit. And nowadays, it's it's like I I play with my son, and it's like I almost wish I could like revert and go back and like <clears throat> go up to like you know whatever seven five six seven year old me, yeah, get dude. a needle just. Take all the, just suck all the imagination. I didn't know out. where you were going there for a second. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, wait, what? <laughs> no, I just want to suck, no, suck I, the yeah, imagination yeah. powers out and yep. plug it into myself. <laughs> and then I realized that's just LSD, so I can still, <laughs> there you go. I can I still say, do that. That's drugs, and you can definitely <laughs> get them, so you can do it if Bro, you want. You know anybody that can get me an EpiPen? <laughs> I'm feeling I'm a little you, down. I'm telling you, you might think it feels good <laughs> until you're going super cyan and your fucking color just drops. But, uh, but Casey Jones was the I shit. Just, he was my favorite. Dude, I, you'd have your action figure box. You'd dump it upside down. Oh, yeah. I remember Spawn was my favorite oh, guy dude, to pull yeah. up. Spawn, and then I'd have him fight whoever I had on standby. And jumping on the couch and fucking putting them on the door frame i was lucky enough that oh, I, I ended up getting violator as well oh god not oh, violated violator. don't call the police <laughs> but uh the violator 1-800 i've been molested please somebody call <laughs> now <laughs> what else you got brian all right uh let's see what's oh up? yeah net, 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 next yeah. Oh, walk the dog, dude. Brian. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep my yo-yo, bro. Yo, mega yo-yo. Yeah. This was so yo-yos became a big fad when I was in elementary school, which means you were probably in college. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Holy, probably shit. middle school, right? Were they big in middle school? Um, I feel like they probably wouldn't have been. No, as cool. I, I, I feel like it was still more element. I can remember like fifth grade. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah that makes sense because i feel like i was probably second third and fourth grade they were yeah big. i remember more like four fifth grade and and bringing the yo-yos to school yeah and going out on recess and everybody had them if you had a yomega dude you were you were the bomb and you were you were fat p-h-a-t yeah <laughs> and you remember like because you know there was the yomega kids and then there was the duncan yo-yo yeah, then kids. you had the butterfly two dollar yo-yo from the convenience store kids yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but these things you could sleep them forever you could walk the dog down the street and back they were perfectly balanced you felt like a bad i remember i could flip it over my finger lean it on the string and let it sleep for a little bit and pop it back over this kinda, was my I kinda, frenzy. I kind of want one again. I do kind of want. I think I used one a few years ago, and I was like, I need one. I definitely need one. Yeah, <laughs> I might have to might have to get one. They and actually, so cool, dude. This next, not on my list, but I do want to mention it quick because <clears throat> it reminds me of Hacky Sacks. Um, I'm changing something on my list now that I'm thinking of it, just so you know. All right, I'll <laughs> jump to my next one then. But Hacky Sacks as well with the yo-yos. I mean, so much fun. Yeah. So much fun for activities. Hacky Sacks. Okay, so to piggyback off that, Devil Sticks. Does anybody <laughs> out there remember Devil Sticks? Taylor did. She remembered them. These were the alternative. If you had no foot coordination, 
devil sticks were where it was at for hippies they had two sticks in each hand and you bounced a different uh single stick in between them where they had little like ribbons on the end it was kind of like a baton for guys and you'd flip them up in the air anyway don't try to justify it it was so fucking cool dude (laughs) (laughs) you go to hampton beach and you'd see about seven different hippies on the boulevard flipping those things so randos tune in this weekend to the live stream where brian's flipping these things when when the saints i can go marching in a fucking when the saints go marching (laughs) what do they call those one those spandex onesies me and purple uh, unit uh, leotard um, unitard yep, i can pull a leotard off pretty <laughs> damn well all right but anyway hacky sack makes me think of those so yeah i'm gonna mention one real quick that this wasn't really a big one for me as much as it was for a lot of people i knew especially my cousins i was a little old by the time this came out but tickle me elmo my god yeah. it had <laughs> love me Tickle me. The molest so, me, Elmo. Exactly. <laughs> Please don't stop. Yes. <laughs> so, dude, this, I, I more so, less the toy. I remember just like watching, like my mom watching the news and like the insanity. Like the, yeah. the, the, the parents literally killing people was this over the, trying to get Tickle Me Elmo. This was one of the hottest and biggest Christmas toys ever. Was this one of the, the first toys where people lost their shit over? No, I mean, there's always been shit like that. But this, I is, guess, this yeah. is one of the, even nowadays, you mentioned the Tickle Me Elmo mm-hmm. launch. People remember this. Oh, yeah. Dude, and, they were by far the hottest goddamn toy for that whole year you it's couldn't like, find them couldn't you know, get you them mentioned anywhere. it and it's like you know where where were you when tickle me Elmo touched you yeah <laughs> <laughs> where were you <laughs> so yeah I, I gotta mention them absolutely what do you got um all right so this is the one i just remembered and i don't know if it can be considered they have to be a toy right soap shoes dude do you remember those oh jesus holy shit with the grind blades on the top on the bottom yeah and i i just looked it up you're right those came out in 97 and yeah dude so i was um i had a pair oh my god it took i had a pair like ever to get a pair so i was a um i played hockey all throughout my youth as well mm-hmm. and we used to go uh after we would be done at the rink uh we would all go to the stands and literally just all right dude. all there hopping down rails or the parking shit. the parking rail for the bikes out in the oh yard. yeah those so me and my buddy bobby taylor brian taylor and bobby taylor back then B&B. We had to make our own. So we had airwalks from Payless Shoes that cost 10 bucks, And then we cut um, fiberglass because his dad or whatever owned a boat business. And we just cut them out and put them on the shoes. Holy shit, that's dangerous. Don't ever yeah. try that. <laughs> I finally got the blue pair with the plates on them. And I was in fucking heaven for like a week. And then I never wore them again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That, that was the millennials version of Heelys. Right. Yeah. Except you couldn't use them everywhere, just where you could grind. Yeah. You know, when fruit booters were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I still fruit boot. That's for uh, rollerblade. That's rollerbladers if you didn't grow up in the 90s. So, yeah, I, f- I just felt like I had to throw them on there. So, I only got a couple more. Uh, I need to bring up, dude, just in general, one of yeah. my favorite things to get during Christmas time. And my parents were always awesome about this, but comic books. Dude, I wish I had, like, nerds in my family or just somebody. 
I, I was watching horror movies and shit, which I'm grateful for. I'm grateful my uncles, who are basically my older brothers, scared the shit out of me and beat me up and just showed me horror movies because I love horror. But like, sometimes I wish I got into comic books earlier and I wish I could have got these for Christmas. Yeah, I was always good. I remember every every Christmas, every, or I should, more so Christmas, but it was always a staple in my stockings where I'd have a couple comic books that would be kind of wrapped and then like just in there, pull them out. Uh, Spider-Man was always a staple, especially mm-hmm. the Maximum Carnage run. Uh, Batman, Superman, those were the main three. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, it was always pretty cool. I remember I those. bought a few by myself when I wanted to get into comics for a quick bit back then. Dude, I bought like heavy metal and oh, fucking geez. Punisher Max or something like that. Like the shit that looked like it had naked girls in it. Of That's course. what I bought, you know. That was the correct, uh, correct thing to buy. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't get into comics mutt until yeah, much so later. All on. tits, no hits. All tits, no hits, bruh. So I wish I got those for Christmas. Good the choice. next one you have, I'm going to chime in on a bit after you're done. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's kind of a threefer or a threesome. Or the Holy Trinity. Oh. <laughs> Pogs, or I saw them online being called Caps, Soda ca- something. But they're called Pogs. Oh, yeah, Pogs, absolutely. Slash Pokemon cards, slash Magic cards, Yu-Gi-Oh, which I feel like weren't as big, but you got a point. You got a point. Pokemon cards and Pogs were where it was at. Yeah, and this, again, is going to be a little bit the slight age gap that we have of a couple years yeah where you know i remember pogs being a big thing you'd bring your tube to school and that fucking the slammer whammer the slammer 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 was where it was at and then pokemon cards same kind of deal you know you'd bring all the different pokemon cards to school almost nobody knew how to play the correct way Instead, you would just be like, you know, no matter what your opponent put out, like, I play Charizard, I win. (laughs) Yeah, I win. No, I got the Charizard. (laughs) Did anyone actually know how to play Pogs? Was there a way to play them? There is a way to play them. Nobody knows how to play them. Is we stacked them, hit them with the Slammer Whammer, and any of them that turned over white, you got to keep. Yeah. That was pretty much it. But I don't know if there was a real way to actually play them. But it was the, just how big your tube was. Like, if that isn't foreshadowing, I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, the bigger one for me, which you had in here, was, again, being Magic the Gathering cards. And that was a... I got into it very young. Mm-hmm. And that was just a staple for me on a lot of Christmases. To this day, no word of a lie, my... My mom and dad, they'll still make me... I know it's mainly my mom, because she knows I'm still into <laughs> it, but she'll... uh She'll put together my stocking, and there's always still magic packs in there to this day of the new sets that come out. Right and I mean, in that's, front of that's, the Arrow calendar with Stephen Amell shirtless. It'll <laughs> <laughs> still be one of my favorite presents ever. But <laughs> uh, we've already told that story, We right? have, and if you haven't, go and search for it through our past episodes. Trust me, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, Magic the Gathering... It, I wish I got into it earlier. It's never too late, man. And you still don't have a Black Lotus. Uh, I do not. <laughs> nope, you do not. I've got the Blacker Lotus. <laughs> the Blacker Lotus. But don't have the Black Lotus, unfortunately. But all yeah, right. and all those card type of shit back in the 90s, huge. And a lot of it's still huge to this day. Absolutely. Def- magic, it just never went anywhere. As all those card trends died, 
Magic was always had its own little booth in the sports slash card shop. Always. That never went away. Yep. Yep. It's still kicking to this day. Yep. Speaking of uh, kicking and jumping. Yeah. Please bring this up. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody out there listening remember Moon Shoes? Moon Shoes. Dude, the commercial made them seem like the coolest shit ever. When I was a kid, and if you had asked me, do these look like they would work? I'd be like, fuck yeah, I could jump like I'm on a trampoline. But now if you'd asked me, I'd be like, that's a broken ankle waiting to happen. So (laughs) you just nailed it. So you would literally jump in these things. You'd get maybe one or two jumps awkwardly. And you couldn't be the fat kid because they would not work. No, because then standing in them, your literal feet are still touching the ground. They're just basically ugly ass shoes (laughs) if you're the fat kid. And if you're the light kid, you're just going to break a bone, you know? Yeah. And you wouldn't jump any higher. Like, I, I would argue you would jump higher without the moon boots <laughs> Probably. than you would. But And then, you know, like the second or third jump, you come down and they would literally slide right out from under you. Yeah. And, you know, it, anyone over the age of 10 is tearing an ACL instantly. They, they were so bad. It was like doing the research. I saw water talkies, they called them. And they were just cones that you looked into. I mean, spoke into. They didn't work. I remember having them. It was just you yelling underwater. And people probably could have heard you better without them. Just like the moon shoes. You could jump higher without them. But they were still one of the hottest things to have. On a side note, I googled soap shoes just to look at some of the different pairs. Yeah. Dude, Don't even th- tell me they're still around. They are. And, dude, they now make a Sonic the Hedgehog oh, soap my. shoe. Look at those things. Holy shit. They look like Osiris's. Yeah. So, it's like the they look exactly like the uh, the shoe Sonic the Hedgehog no wears except shit, the soap shoes. So man. That's crazy. Hopefully, they make them in a 10 and a half. Crazy, <laughs> man. That's who I was like. That's what I meant to say. I'm like Will Ferrell in fucking old school. You're <laughs> talking real funny, man. When I stab <laughs> myself with an EpiPen, <laughs> talking to Taylor like, why are you freaking out? <laughs> you know. So we only have a couple left. Brian, what is next? Oh my god. And this is almost in like the tickle me Yamo territory. It is Furbies. If you don't remember wanting a Furby when you were a kid, then she's too young, bro. <laughs> These things were I'd say secondary to tickle me Yamo. As far as 90s go, yeah, you I couldn't mean, find them. Trying to find them was really hard. We were lucky we got them. I remember we, yeah, that. I, I had one as well. Yeah, and not only that, but the whole thing was that they spied on you, and they had a microchip that so, recorded your voice, you know? So, it's funny you mentioned that, and to this day, my sister remembers this, but we ended up getting a fur, but we only got one, and it was, you know, we could share it. Yeah. And it came with that whole, like, you know, like the furbish whatever mm-hmm. you had to learn how to fucking like talk to the thing in a different <laughs> yeah. language and it would say things to you in a different language and yada 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 it well, was a little creepy we, i was convinced like ours was possessed <laughs> because i swear to god like it got to the point where it was so creepy that like we took the batteries out of it and one day i swear it like we were like playing in the playroom and we, its eyes opened up and went like, ring, ring. And then the phone rang. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and that is the problem with Furbies. Everyone who owned one has a story that they didn't have the batteries in it. And somehow it came alive. Yeah. it. It's. I'm convinced it was the CIA's first attempt at getting in people's homes. Maybe. Actually, fun fact, the NSA banned them from their offices because 
they actually believe they were bugged with a microchip that was going to record their secrets and that's be released. Awesome. It, yeah, that's a true story. You can look that up, ladies and gentlemen. Either way, it was really fun to have your own. It was like a pet, kind of, without the responsibility. Kind of like Poochie from the 90s. Do you remember that? Poochie? The robotic dog? Yes, actually. Uh, he was like gray so, and blue. I was going to add this, but Taylor was like, I don't think people would remember it without a picture. No, I, I do. got to show you. It's funny because my son this Christmas is getting something that's, similar that's called Squeaky. I thought you would love it. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. I remember him. Yeah, Poochie. Little robotic dog. Silver with like colored. He looked basically like a Macintosh PC where they had the all different colored ears and like, <laughs> you know. So let's get into, uh, again, there was no real ranking with what we talked about, but if there was a ranking, yes, this would have to be number one with both of us. And I mean, that's, it, it's got to be, it, it's got to be Dream Phone, right? It'll be, yeah. Or yeah. Mall Madness, I think. Mall Madness. Is probably the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the SNES, <laughs> I like to call it. The SNES, what, at least that was it for me. It could be different across all generations. So, I, we kind of, we, you had the SNES, but I put a side note just saying <clears throat> all game systems and games in general. Yes. Because there was nothing, I don't care what anyone says. If you're any kind of a gamer, there was nothing more memorable than waking up and I. it, it happened so many times. I'm sure it happened to you if you're listening right now where you're opening your presents and you get to like a video game and it'll be like for like, you know, you open it up and it's like Donkey Kong Country for Nintendo yeah. 64. You're like, wait, I and don't then, have one of those. And then, and then you like turn your, you turn your parents like Santa... Santa doesn't know. Like, I don't have a Nintendo 64. And we, we have the, fell for that shit And we every only time. have the Super Nintendo. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, well, oh, maybe uh, maybe Santa made a mistake. We'll yeah. have to, like, write him a letter. And then you know at the very end, oh, wait a minute. I think there was a box he forgot. Yeah. To, he left it out here. Oh, there's one over behind the desk over there. <laughs> yeah. And you open it up and you get the brand new video game console. Oh, you know, and during the 90s, it was some of the biggest ones. You know, the PlayStation, uh, the Super Nintendo. You didn't have options like you did back then. You didn't have phones that could play any fucking game that came yeah. out. You didn't have the Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. No, that's a good point. Uh, Stadia iPads, you didn't have this shit. So when you got a video game console back then, it was the real deal. That's how you were playing video games. Uh, Sega Genesis, the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Yep. I mean... It, Game Boy Color was huge. Yeah, I mean, the list... The list goes on. I mean, and then you... I know. You didn't even mention the best one. Dreamcast, dude. <laughs> uh, was Dreamcast 90s? I don't even know if it I was think that 90s, was, yeah. I think that was early 2000s. I'm going to look it up. Keep talking. Actually, no. Yeah, it probably was 98, 99 because if I'm thinking, I used to play the NFL game on it and I was... Dude, you just made it. September 9th, 1999. Yep, it I counts. knew it, dude. <laughs> Dreamcast. It. Dreamcast, yeah. I remember Sonic I just remember Shenmue. and NFL 2K on it. And yes. NFL 2K, all you had to do was throw a Hail Mary to the left every fucking time you'd win. <laughs> but Super Nintendo was it for me. I I don't even think I got a Nintendo 64. Um, but it was so good, too, because it was a... A lot of times it was a double whammy because, you know, you would get the console and then you would usually get a game or so. Mm -hmm. And then 
it, at least my parents, they were pretty cool reaching out to my aunts, uncles, whoever, and say, hey, this is what we're getting for yes. him. Get him get him a game instead of like a toy. Yeah, dude. And then, you know, you would go to the family Christmas party after and you'd open up their gifts, get a game. So the one that happened to me on was the Xbox 360. I remember I, it was the only thing me and my brother wanted. And my mom didn't get it for us or something like that. And we ended up going to my grandmother's and she was like, oh, wait, I got something in my room I forgot to give you. It was the Xbox. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Love you, Grandma. Love you, Grandma. Peace. But uh, a game console. It if Even these days, dude, if you opened up a PlayStation oh, yeah. 5 or an Xbox Series X, <laughs> being an adult, you'd still shit yourself. Yeah, I mean, you you were here when my son saw the box for yeah, the Xbox Series that's X. That's right. Yeah. And he even, he, he's, only, he's still only four, and he immediately is, it's a new game console. I mean, shit. Taylor got me the Nintendo Switch for yeah. Christmas last year, and I did a lap around the block. I was like, ah! Shut up that Epi, and he went oh for a god. run. Oh my god, Nintendo <laughs> Switch. <laughs> but uh, we do have, again, some of the, <laughs> very quickly, some of the presents that uh, for some of you women listening out there that or you may others. remember. Or God, others, yeah, that's not true. be a bigot, Ed. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, Yeah, that's very true. It's uh, very true. Christmas is gender neutral. All these presents can be enjoyed, enjoyed by anyone. Absolutely. And anything. Right. <laughs> uh, skip it. This, skip this was fucking it, huge. Skip it. Dun, 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 dun. It had the nun skipping it. You remember that? Yes. They had a bunch of people and then the nun came up and you were like, oh, that's sinful. Oh. <laughs> uh, skip it was huge. I'd say if I remembered any one toy from the girl's side, it'd be skip it. Yeah, I used one. Yeah. Uh, you gotta easy. keep those pasty legs in shape, don't <laughs> you? true. <laughs> uh, easy bake oven, which we Obviously. mentioned earlier. Yep. Sky dancers. Do you remember these? I don't. I didn't either until I saw a picture of them. So they're the fit. They're the ballerina fairies. They Wait a minute! You hit the button and they fly. And they go. Boom, yep. I do. Okay, my sister had and one. And you can I find remember. them on YouTube where they fly up into ceiling fans and electrical <laughs> wires, and it's like they got crazy. They had to get out of there real quick. <laughs> Betty Spaghetti, number one on so many lists that I went on. Betty Spaghetti. I don't. I barely remember it, dude. <laughs> I'm googling it right now because. Um, yeah, it was Betty Spaghetti. See, you don't even remember it. A do bendable you? rubber doll from Ohio Art Company. It was kind of like the bendable Barbie. I wonder if I can't remember my sister having one of these. Dude, it's huge on all the number one lists. It's insane. I don't remember it that much. I remember it a little bit, but not being that big. You know? Interesting. Uh, uh, Dream Phone, the game. I remember I've that. I this so many times. I was waiting for Max to call it. <laughs> but this next one, I actually played. One of my best friend's sisters made us play this all Mall Madness. Yep. You had to wait for the clearance and the fire sales. And Oh, yeah. It was pretty fun. I'll give them that. <laughs> this next one, I know my sister remembers Dude. Very much so, but American Girl dolls. My nieces still get these things for yes. Christmas. They're like three hundred bucks a pop. Oh, they're insane! Like, fuck. I'm sorry, like, but these dolls like dress better than we do. Yeah, of course. And so, not my nieces are a little bit spoiled. Hopefully, none of my family's listening. But they're a little spoiled. It's okay. They're good girls. But dude, they'll get an American Girl doll and then a closet for an American Girl doll and then like a Versace skirt and shirts. Oh, it's to insane. Put on that fucking doll. It's insane. It's Christ Almighty. It's probably one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. <laughs> and Polly Pocket, which we already mentioned earlier with Mighty Max, but that about rounds out the list. Brian, anything else come to mind? 
Ah, man. I mean, so many things come to mind. You know, Gak from Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. I love Gak, too. The um, silly Putty, where you could peel it off the newspaper. There's yep. just so much shit. What's your favorite one, guys? Come on social media. Let us know. If we missed anything, go on fandomatrandom.com. Communicate with us. Let us know. For reals. Mm-hmm. But we'll be back with a lot more holiday Christ- fandom festivus fun shit. Christmas is coming, ladies and gentlemen. And so am I. <laughs> ah, I had to throw one in I there. I set that up for you so <laughs> good. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, randos. We will be back next week with a, another festive podcast. We appreciate all the support. Thank you. Later. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>